Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Tom Teague. Tom is returning to Success Insight podcast so we can continue to dive into the thoughts, the philosophies, the process, and really the system that he has so effectively described in his new book, Online Business Success for Thought Leaders. Tom has spent more than 30 years in a traditional corporate career leading software development teams. And at some point, he left that life behind, and he now combines this practical experience that he has for building software systems to work in the area of modern online marketing and sales. And he coaches thought leaders through a systematic way to create and deliver value for their communities using their own online business systems. Now, in the book, Online Business Success for Thought Leaders, there are four steps that Tom has introduced to us, clarifying business strategy, selecting systems, creating online assets, and sprinting to success. In our second episode that we just published with Tom, we talked about in some level of detail clarifying business strategy, but we're going to let Tom do a little recap of that and go into step two of his system, Online Business Success. So, Tom, welcome back to the Success Insight Podcast. Good to have you back in the seat across the internet, interweb, as people like to say, and really looking forward to our next bits of golden insights. Well, thank you, Howard. I'm really glad to be here. I appreciate you having me on your show. Fantastic. And I have to ask you, how is San Diego weather? Oh, it's beautiful. With spring coming, the days are starting to get a little warmer. And as you know, we have a lot of sunshine here. Can't beat that. And we, you know, I'm just down the road a piece in Las Vegas and beginning to enjoy having the windows open and getting out to the desert to check out the dark skies and those beautiful stars. Tom, last time we chatted, we started to dive into the system that you've created, the online business success system. So let's do a little recap, if you wouldn't mind, of what we chatted about during the last episode, and then let's go ahead and dive into step number two in the online business success system. Okay, Howard. Well, just to recap for part one, as you said, clarifying business strategy. And there are four chapters in that section. The first one is understanding the thought leader business itself. And we talked about my background being from corporate. I didn't really know, you know, what does it mean to be a small business? So we kind of talked about that. And what does it mean to run a thought leader business, say, as a coach? The second chapter is about engaging your audience. And that's really about how to, everybody wants to start off setting up a website. Well, set up a website that engages your audience to get them to interact with you. And then the third chapter was seeking clarity about what your business is about. And we talked about eight M's, you know, things like motivation and money and market and methodology and messaging and things like that. That's a very deep topic. And we talked about how not only in that chapter, but really all the chapters have exercises that anyone reading the book can spend some time working through it. And then on chapter four, we talked about defining your business strategy. And that's really about defining your customer journey, bringing people on a journey with you where you meet someone you never met on social media and you bring them through a series of steps and a series of products to get to your more high-end coaching programs at the end point. Very good. A lot to digest, a lot of work. And again, what I really love about the book and especially from you and other authors is you've given people exercises 
to do in the book. And it's not just, okay, here's the material, here's the bullet points, but there's actionable exercises. So when I can take that insight from the book and act on it, write things down, now I'm starting to create my own appreciation, my own awareness of the work that I need to do, especially as an entrepreneur. So again, I I totally appreciate that. I know our listeners will as well. So what's in store for us today as we dive into selecting systems? So part two is it's called selecting systems. And to be honest, on my own personal journey, I went to some, you know, and you you did too, Howard, I know. I went to a lot of kind of like training events where basically people teach various aspects of online marketing and so forth. When I came back, and the first one of the first ones I went to was Experts Academy, and I talk about that in the book. But I came back from Experts Academy. It's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to set up my website. I'm going to figure out how to market and sell an online course. I'm ready to go. So as a technical guy, software guy, I started diving into the technology right away without having clarity about what am I building software for? (laughs) So that's we talked about that in the last episode. In this conversation today, we're going to talk about selecting systems. And there really are four chapters there as well. The first chapter has got an amusing title uh, called Building Rockets and Software Systems. But basically what this is, it's a, a short description of the overall process of how you need to build and select your software systems to support the customer journey and to support your business. The next chapter in this section, chapter six, I actually broke chapter six and seven into two pieces. The first one focusing on how do you support offline marketing and sales and chapter seven, talking about the systems you need to support online marketing and sales. Again, that was something on my personal journey that I didn't learn until about three years in. As a small business owner, I needed to really understand how to do offline marketing and sales before diving too deeply into the online marketing and sales. So I share that lesson and I talk about the systems you can use to support offline marketing and sales and then online marketing and sales. And then the last chapter, chapter eight, is about streamlining your systems because this is something I learned in my corporate world. The more systems you have, the harder it is to run your business. I advocate that people try to find and minimize the number of systems that they're using. Otherwise, it's possible you can get really distracted solving technology problems and trying to make multiple systems work together and so forth. So that's what Chapter 8 is about. Let's kind of circle back with building rockets and software systems. What are some of the insights that the reader is going to take away from this particular chapter? Well, I want to introduce people who are not in the software industry to some basic understanding about how systems are built. There are four steps. Basically, understand the requirements. We talked about that last time. The step two is design the system to support the requirements. Third is build the system to meet the design. And fourth, to test the system to verify that it meets the requirements. So that's the same basic four steps. And and the reason I talked about building rockets and software systems is because when I worked at NASA, that's what I came to understand real quick after starting to work there that a rocket system to carry out a mission, like a, like a mission to go to the International Space Station or to launch a satellite into orbit or whatever they are, these rocket systems, they're built in stages. You know, and it's kind of like the customer journey is you build your customer journey in stages too. But what you have to do is you have to design the whole system with the whole mission in mind 
In other words, with the whole customer journey in mind, but you can still build each piece of the system one piece at a time. So that's the core learning is, is like you need to have an understanding of the overall journey, but when it comes down to designing and building things, you can chunk it down into smaller pieces. You know what dawns on me as I hear you describe that chapter is most entrepreneurs, if they're not familiar with this space, they jump right into building a website. That is exactly what happens. <laughs> which nobody will ever visit or very few people except your, your family and friends might visit once or twice. And you know what? I did that too. Because that's what everybody was telling me to do. Right. Everybody said, start with WordPress, build a website. And I'm just going to tell you, I think that's bad advice. I don't disagree with that. And, you know, I eventually got to a WordPress site and spent a fair amount of money for it. And then what I realized in my own journey, Tom, is this person who built it knew a lot about a brick and mortar store but they do nothing about marketing and entrepreneurial service like coaching practice. That's right. And many of the people who build websites, depends on the person, but they're technically oriented. You have to tell them what you want in a fair amount of detail. And they may or may not be able to help you with marketing strategies and give you advice about, well, you don't necessarily need to do that because it, it may not do anything for you. It is a trap. I certainly fell into it. I, I fell into the trap of, oh, I can figure out how to do this myself. And I spent a long time trying to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope through this work, we can save people from uh, falling down that similar trap or rabbit hole. Yeah, that's really, that was the core reason for wanting to write this book. It's like nobody should have to take the years of effort that I've taken. Right. You really should be able to get through this process in a year or two. So let's talk about offline and online marketing because it's not as obvious as people perceive it to be. So let's let's talk about the offline and then we'll go into the online. Well, offline marketing is, it, it's probably a strange term. I made it up just as a contrast for online marketing. I think many people would call offline marketing traditional marketing and sales. Traditional marketing and sales is you go places and you meet people you collect leads, and then either you go back and you yourself engage them in a sales process or a sales pipeline, or in a traditional company, the marketing and sales activities are often managed in different departments. So it's marketing responsibilities to generate leads. It's sales responsibilities to convert leads into customers. And that's all pretty much done offline through email, telephone conversations, voicemails, These days, you can also do a lot with social media messaging. You can leave voice messages or even videos as a social media message. So it's really all about building a sales process. Another way of looking at it is is one-on-one marketing and sales. And in the case of marketing, traditionally, there is one one one-to-many that's traditional, which is a speaker. You might go speak at an event where you have an audience of people. That's an example of one-to-many, but it's still in-person. It's either in-person or during COVID times here, it would be virtual and online. But it's the same thing. Basically, you're in front of a larger audience, whether they're in-person or online. Okay. And how about the online marketing? Because that's really where a lot of the big takeaways and the path forward with your work is coming from. 
Yeah. So the online marketing, getting back to the customer journey, where do you meet people and where do you end up? And if you if you say I'm going to meet people on social media, or maybe it's by networking, uh, you, you attend live events either these days online, but in the old days, and hopefully at some point in the future in in person events. You need a way to bring people in to nurture a relationship online. You might meet people online again with a social media post, and then you take them through this customer journey. So the first thing is when they're at a stage of awareness, they're aware of you, but you may not be aware of them. So you have to take a step where you get to know who's interested in what I'm talking about. And in social media, that can come in the form of comments or likes and shares and things like that. But also, if you want to engage people, you want to be able to get them on email. So a traditional way of doing that for online technology is to offer a free gift of some kind in exchange for contact information. So the offline analogy would be you meet someone at a networking event and you say, hey, here's my card and you give me your card. If you give me your card, I'll follow up and let's have a follow-on conversation. It's the same thing with online, except basically people are giving you their contact information by typing it into a form. And then you follow up with them with email. But if you also manage to get their phone number or their social media contact, then you can follow up with them in other ways. And you can actually meet them online, get their contact information, and then jump back to offline if you want. Or you could continue online. So you can invite them to say, a web, you know, typical things are webinars. There's a lot of people who do webinars. Other ways that are popular these days are challenges. Another kind of longstanding online way of selling things is the launch formula that Jeff Walker has taught and other people have taught as well and are using it. And then that brings people to, say, purchase an online product. Or they could purchase an online live event. Again, you could jump from online back into an offline mode by going to a live event, or you can continue on and keep it all online and you can have an online course. So in essence, you're meeting people online and at various stages, you can either jump offline or you can continue the entire journey online. So question I have, you mentioned, for example, Jeff Walker in the the launches and there's others When you are working with clients who are being introduced to this system, are you helping them also figure out what the right mix for them to pursue is? Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I, you know, I attended, and she was wonderful. I mean, she's amazing, incredibly successful. Lisa Sasevich, you know, the queen of... Queen of sales conversion, I know her. Queen of sales conversion, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue. But, you know, we learned a lot about the various steps along the way. But, you know, it it all, for me, got very overwhelming. You know, it's like, you know, here, you do this, then you do this, then you do this. And it's like, I was just, eventually, I reached a point, literally, Tom, of overwhelm, is I just want somebody to talk to about, here's the work that I do, how can I begin to gain traction with it? And is that something that you are doing with your clients to help them figure out what's the right mix that works for them? I do. I talk about this later in the book. There are many marketing and sales approaches. A lot of people are teaching one strategy, but they don't necessarily talk about how does that strategy fit into an overall business strategy? The marketing technique, whether it's a launch or a webinar or challenge, whatever the approach being used, 
it really needs to be tailor fit to your own business and what works for you. And like you say, Howard, and I, I had experienced the same thing. I went to all these things. I kept looking for the magic bullet and realized that, well, each of them are valuable or could be valuable. Clearly, we're working for the people that taught them. But that's why I wanted to write this book. It's like, okay, those are all really cool techniques. But how does it actually serve my business? How does it generate revenue, you know, for me? They have varying degrees of work associated with them. And I think it's important to have a strategy about how you go about that. That's actually what part four is about. It, it actually talks about a real concrete strategy for how you can go for minimal effort to maximum revenue early, and then you build from there. Fantastic. Our last chapter in this step selection systems is streamlining. And I know I've lived through this. Tell us more about that. Well, my journey was I started off with WordPress, what people told me to do. And then I discovered that WordPress only does free public content. In other words, it does your website and your blog. You can't take someone's email. You can't automatically send them a free gift, opt-in. doesn't do landing pages. It doesn't do online sales or online product delivery. That was my first kind of whoa, because I was applying what I was learning in Experts Academy and realized all of a sudden, I'm, I was looking at having to purchase four or five different things. And in the beginning, I was, I was trying to conserve money. So it's like, maybe I can get paid up licenses for all these things, you know, and and then I discovered there's one system where you can't get a paid-up license, and that's the email system. So you have to cross the mental barrier of, yeah, okay, I've got it. It's, it's, it yes, I really do have to invest some money to make money with online marketing. And so it's like, but it's important to, I think, for business owners, especially when you're starting out, to minimize those expenses and to start generating revenue as quickly as possible to pay for those software things. But those are just the software licenses. And I realized in my experience as a software manager in my corporate environment, we were always looking for ways to simplify what's called the enterprise architecture, or in other words, all, all the systems that people are using to accomplish the work of the corporation. We were always looking for ways to integrate and streamline and pass data between systems if we could. And the thing is, for online marketing, what I discovered was at least when I got started about five or six years ago, there really weren't very many good integrated systems that did all that. You literally had to piece it together. That changed over my personal journey. I, f I started finding some integrated systems. And I finally, you know, I'll, I'll just get a plug, give a plug here for Kajabi. I finally have settled in on Kajabi because Kajabi is the one system I found that does websites and blogs and does online marketing and email marketing, you know, online marketing with the funnels and things like that, with the email automation. It does online sales and it does online content delivery all in one system. And they did a really good job. You know, I've built software systems for lots of years. In my opinion, they did a really good job of balancing complexity versus ease of use. And I have discovered this teaching people how to use it, that yes, it has a learning curve like anything, but it's really the easiest to use. And if you contrast that, like in the corporate environment, we used to call these things hidden costs. You spend a lot of time learning how to use you know, multiple systems, and then you spend even more time figuring out how to put them together. It isn't just the license fees. You know, 
it is possible with Kajabi, you basically can spend roughly the same amount of money or even less as with other systems. But where the real-time saving is, is like you don't have to integrate the systems, but you don't have that learning curve associated with multiple systems. So that's what I recommend. It's amazing because back when you and I met, you supported me in the launch of my book, Your Path to Business Success. I almost forgot what the book title was. And at the time, I had all these disparate systems, the WordPress site. I had uh, email service. I had payment processing service that I was spending money for. And I think at the end of the day, I, I, I put all those costs down and and I had attended uh, with you a Brendan Bouchard uh, boot camp and ended up getting one of his licenses specials at, at his event. But when I put all the costs together, I think I did end up saving a little bit of money at the end of the day. But what I do remember, it, the, for me, it was not so much the money, it was the peace of mind that I didn't have to update the software package, especially the website because it was built on WordPress. So if there was some module inside WordPress that needed to get updated, I'm not your guy, okay? I can't do that. So that's the peace of mind with an all-in-one package like a Kajabi. So definitely for folks, if you're just starting out and you you have the opportunity to work with Tom and we start talking with him about streamlining your, your systems, that's a conversation you definitely want to have with Tom. Tom, before we head out for this episode, anything else that you want to share with our, our listeners about insights from step two, selecting systems? No, I, th- I think we did pretty good, Howard. And basically, we talked about how you approach it, you know, building a, using a systems engineering approach. And we talked about the difference of offline and online. And we talked about how it's really beneficial if you streamline and minimize the number of systems you use. I think we did a pretty good job today. Very good. Perfect. So, Tom, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where are the best places for them to go? Well, definitely go to onlinebusinesssuccessbook.com, and you will see there will be a free offer. It's a free physical book. It isn't just a free download. It's a real physical book. I'll send it to you in the mail. As long as you'll send me the shipping and handling costs to, to cover the mailing costs, that'll be great. And the other thing, since we were just talking about it on this episode about streamlining your systems, I have another site called chooseonlinesystems.com. That's my affiliate page for Kajabi, and I add in some additional bonuses. So if you decide Kajabi is for you, I will give you some additional bonuses if you sign up using my affiliate page. And full disclosure, I do receive a commission for that, but it's no extra cost for you. So whether you buy it straight on their website or on my page, it's the same price. But what you get if you buy it from me is you'll get some really nice bonuses. And my feeling and my the reason the bonuses are set up this way is I want you to be successful in Kajabi as quickly as possible. So I'll give you coaching for 30 days thrown in as part of your license. So on Facebook, again, search for Choice Digital Strategies. And I'm also available on LinkedIn, Dr. Tom Teague. Uh, so it's LinkedIn, 
uh, you know, the URL, at the end of the URL, it's Dr. Tom P. Fantastic. Well, Tom, once again, thank you for joining us on the Success Insight podcast and taking us for a deeper dive into online business success for thought leaders. Thank you, Howard. It's been a pleasure being here and I appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Fantastic. And we look forward to having you back where we talk about step number three in the online business success for thought leaders, creating online assets. And that's the exciting one. I know that. So folks, there you have it. You know, we've just been chatting with Tom Teague. He's a former corporate software development professional, and now he makes his living helping thought leaders with their online business success. And, you know, we're kind of taking a a deep dive through his book, Online Business Success for Thought Leaders, and going through the various steps. We spent some time in a previous episode talking about clarifying business strategy. Today, we broke down selecting systems, and we talked about, you know, really, what does it mean to build a software system? And what is online marketing? What is offline marketing? And what does it mean to begin to streamline your system? So really some valuable material today. And no doubt we're going to have more valuable material and insights in our next episode with Tom. Okay, folks, if you would like to listen to us, you can always go to successinsightpodcast.com and listen to this and other episodes. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Success Insight Podcast. You can also find us on our podcasting platforms, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify. Spotify is actually an important place for us because we have our playlist and Tom's episodes will be on our coaching and consulting playlist and we'll have that available for you as well we're also on iHeartRadio and pandora as well as on youtube okay folks wherever you are whatever you're doing go out there have a phenomenal day and we'll see you on the next episode of the success insight podcast take care now success insight is a production of fox coaching and first story strategies find us online successinsightpodcast.com